Yo, 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 count me in, count me in. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I've been to many states, and they're all so very great. Yeah, but when I go to this one, there's always some guys that make me want to shun them <clears throat> for good. Yeah, yeah, they make me order double fries. They want ranch on the side. Yeah, I swear I've had it up to here with these Texas guys. Bars, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 66 of The Plate Show. Ha, 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 ha. That was a uh, freestyle rap straight off the dome, and I hope you love it. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> Had it up to with these Texas guys. Actually, some some someone listening to this might be like, that sounds kind of familiar. And uh, there's a reason why. I caught an episode of Jesse today. You remember that show from when we was kids, Jesse with Debbie Ryan? Man, she was she was she was pretty good looking. <laughs> uh yeah. And she sang a song about Texas guys in there. It was actually really bad. It was a terrible song, but but it was a. Uh, it was one of them ones that's like so bad, but it's really catchy. So it's like, eh. So give me an idea. Spit a little freestyle for you. So that's what I did. But hey, welcome. Welcome, everybody. It's uh, awesome to have you here. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in for the 66th episode. Fun fact, 66 was my number, my football number in high school. Pretty cool, I know. Uh, but we got a cool episode today. A for real cool episode. For real, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. For real. So, uh, I got a couple little, a little things, little things, little things to talk about. So first off, let's talk about you know. First off, on on the on the me front, ain't nothing been happening with me. You know, I, I kind of just been, kind of just been doing, you know, doing doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy, just working and crap. I been I was pretty strapped for cash this week because uh, my car payment came out, and this week and this past week I got the paycheck from the week before, which was my only. It was only a three day work week. So it's pretty tough just being a little filthy little scoundrel all week, man. I was paying for drinks and quarters. People at the gas station was getting pissed at me, but you know, whatever, dude. It's money, you know. Suck it up. Uh, but we got some we got some stuff come out. Excuse me, a little burpsker. Yeah, man. Uh, where should I start? Actually, there is a little bit for me, you know. Uh, I talked about this. Um, I talked about this like a week or so ago about how I'm going back to school. Well, that is a fact. That is a for sure fact. For sure fact. No questions around. No questions at that. Uh, so I'm pretty excited for that. Honestly, I am. Be nice to be back in school, you know, actively working towards something that I want to do instead of just kind of sitting there and hoping something that something, you know, falls on me. You know, at least once I finish up school, you know, I'd be like, OK, at least I'm at least I'm qualified. At least I got a paper that says I'm qualified. You know what I mean? And that's all that matters, I guess, is that you got a fucking piece of paper. Whatever whatever uh but but as for that really that's that's really it that's been going on with me and like i said i got some opinionated things to talk about also but you know 
we'll move on from that. Well, you know, we'll, we'll hit those at a later time. Let's talk about some some little news news stuff. Actually, let's get into like some sports stuff first off because because this is the first week I got a, l- a little more sports stuff, and it's not really a lot of sports stuff, but but some sports stuff. So, for instance, uh, I was I, the other day I was thinking. I was thinking about Ant- I was watching some old Steelers highlights, and I know probably you guys don't give a shit about hearing Steelers stuff, but I was thinking about it, and I was watching old highlights of Antonio Brown, and it's been like three, four years since Antonio Brown been on the team, which is whatever. But if you remember when when Antonio Brown was traded, so he was going on his you know crazy. You know, uh, he was having his episodes and everything. They had, you know, they traded him and they traded him for a third round pick. It was straight up Antonio Brown for a third round pick. And I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I wonder. Well, at first, I didn't even remember what what the Steelers got back for Antonio Brown. So I started thinking about it and I looked it up and it said a third round pick in like the 2019 draft. And and starting to think about it, I mean, in all honesty, it's really shitty that you only got a third-round pick for somebody that at one point was arguably the best receiver in the league. But he had a lot of character issues. So so I think the Steelers' main thing was just, like, get him the hell out of here. Um, but I look up this third-round pick. And guess who it was? It was none other than our now wide receiver number one, Deontay Johnson. And I got to say, for the Steelers to lose out on somebody as good as Antonio Brown was, and then that following year in the draft to just say, you know what? Yeah, give me that give me that kid from Toledo. And he ended up being like a dog. Like he still is a dog. Like, yeah, he got butterfingers and, and, you know, the people that hate are going to hate and everything. But in all honesty, I don't think you can really deny that he's he's a bad receiver. I'm not, I'm not going to come out here and say he's a top five guy. He ain't even a top ten guy. But it's only his, like, he's only going into his fourth year, I think. I think this is his fourth year, maybe his third. I'm not sure. But still, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty tight. That's pretty, that's, I think that was a pretty good deal. Will he ever will will he ever live up to what uh, will he will he ever live up to what Antonio Brown once was? Who knows? You know, only time will tell that. But I'd say already so far in terms of career comparison, he started his career better than Antonio Brown's was. But there's a lot of buts in this statement. You know, Antonio Brown had Ben Roethlisberger a top 20 quarterback of all time, throwing him the ball his entire career. And when he was out of Pittsburgh, the only other quarterback throwing him a football was Tom Brady. So you got number one and, and I would argue top 10, but I'll say top 20 just to keep things civil. You know, you had the best, you had the best quarterback in Tom Brady and, in personal opinion, a top, another top 10 and Ben, big Ben throwing you the ball the whole time. Deontay Johnson, he's going to have to, he's going to have to work with some of this quarterback rebuilding situation here. And speaking of Deontay Johnson, while I'm on the topic of this, I don't think I talked about this last week, but this is a stat that I, I heard the other day, not a stat, uh, like a little speculation that I heard the other day. 
And uh, and some analysts somewhere believe that the Steelers should trade Deontay Johnson because, uh, again, I'm not trying to make this a Steelers show. Um <clears throat> But if you weren't aware, Deontay Johnson is awaiting his, you know, he's he's waiting to get paid. Uh, he's up to get an extension. So, some analyst somewhere thinks that the Steelers should trade Deontay Johnson to the Cowboys for like a third round pick or second round pick. Because the Steelers are in real rebuild mode. And right, and like in per, in my personal opinion, I wouldn't say that the Steelers aren't in rebuild mode, but still, but still they have a top five defense in the league, and I would say a top three. Honestly, you know what? I'm I'm done. I'm done trying to to help people. They're a top two defense in the league, and they're not two. I don't know that. I don't know. They're they're at least top five. I'll I'll I'll, I'll stay comfortable at top five. And really, when you look at the offense, the biggest hump on the offense is the quarterback. And the quarterback position is somebody that's like, you know, that's one position where I don't, I don't feel like you can really for sure say that that they're, they're down on their luck for. Because nobody's seen Mitch really play since he was in Chicago two years ago. Kenny Pickett's a rookie. Mason Rudolph, he might be 10 times better than the last time we've seen him. Who knows? Nobody knows. I personally think that Mitch is going to be way better than he ever was in Chicago. Honestly. I mean, you got to think, coming off a season with, with you know, uh, the AFC championship contender Bills behind one of the best quarterbacks in the game today, Josh Allen. And also, Buffalo's a good, a good system. You know Sean McDermott and all those guys there. I mean they they run a pretty a pretty pretty good ship. And you come to Pittsburgh, who is notorious, nor notoriously known for running like the best ship in the world. One of the best ships in the world. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. I feel like he's set up to succeed at the very least. At the very least, he's set up to succeed. I'm not saying he's gonna. I'm not saying he will succeed, but he, but he's definitely set up to succeed. You feel me? Um, so, so for analysts to say that Pittsburgh's in like a full rebuild mode, it's really at like one position, and it's the same position that we've been quote unquote rebuilding for for the past like five years. You know, even five years ago, Big Ben was not... Nobody was sitting there like, Ben is still one of the best in the league. Nobody was saying that. But... But I got high hopes for him. I got high hopes for him. And you know... Uh, you know, just while I'm on the... On the... On the... On the uh, 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 topic of the Steelers... The Madden ratings came out today. And the Madden ratings come out. And, you know, I never, ever, ever, ever even like looking at uh, at those. Because I said this earlier. I said this, uh, like, a month or two ago. That Madden likes, to, I, I, at least in my, my hypothesis, is that Madden likes to do this, do this thing where... <clears throat> 
they make all their stuff outrageous just so it gets more traffic. <clears throat> so Deontay Johnson, who I was just kind of on, uh, he's ranked at 85 overall. Which is, honestly, I don't think that's terrible. There are some people that are ranked higher than him that personally I think maybe a little bit... Sorry for being so loud there a second ago. Um, There are some people that are above him that I think he is better than. Sorry, I keep having to clear my throat. Uh, This happens every time I go on here to record a show. But 85 still seems fair. But then you look at Pat Fryermuth, who, again, another opinionated moment of mine. But I think like a year or two from now, people can look back on this and be like, yo, this this motherfucker knew what he was talking about. I honestly believe a year or so, you know, maybe maybe two, three seasons down the line, Pat Fryermuth will be like a top five tight end conversation. Dude just, I feel like he just has like everything that, those those tight ends have he's fast he's strong he's got hands you know like comparatively to travis kelsey i'm not saying he's even close to the same level as travis kelsey but i see that he has some of the same qualities and characteristics personally personally uh and maybe in a couple years you know you can look back on this and be like wow you were so fucking stupid that's an awful take and if so then then so be it whatever <clears throat> but yeah, some more Madden ratings came out. I think TJ Watt, uh, speaking of Steelers, uh, um, I'm pretty sure he is guaranteed a 99 in this year's Madden, which is good, rightfully so. But they'll probably still give it to some other dudes. It's like, what do you like? Devontae Adams, out of all the receivers, Devontae Adams is the only one that's 99 overall. And you might be thinking to yourself, man, what has Devontae Adams really done here recently? And to that, I say, man, that's a great question. I'm not saying he's a bad receiver by no stretch. Do I? And I don't. I'm not going to even say that I don't think he deserves to be in 99. But when you look at somebody like Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup is a great example for this because Cooper Cup just won Offensive Player of the Year and Super Bowl MVP. Now he is a 98, but still, it's like really just a 98. Get him, give him the 99. He just had the greatest season of a receiver, like, ever. You know? He was, what, like... He wasn't that far off from breaking Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving record. And they haven't released all the ratings yet. I think they've released the 99 Club. And they've released um, the receivers and tight ends. So we're still waiting to see some of the other ones. And it's just... I mean, unless your favorite team, and also if you don't play Madden, none of this makes a difference to you. And this this upcoming Madden, I doubt I will play much of. But but uh, you know, unless your favorite teams like the Cowboys or the Chiefs or the Bills, you know, one of the I mean, not saying these teams aren't good, but it seems like every year these certain teams always just get. Uh, like special treatment from Madden, like no matter what, like the team could go one and sixteen the season before, like Cowboys could go one and sixteen this season, and the next Madden that comes out still has Zeke at like a ninety overall, still has Dak at a ninety five overall, still has, um, you know, 
Trayvon Diggs, 99 overall. And Trayvon Diggs is, I think I saw somewhere where like he's in the top 10 corners, which like I said, it hasn't been released, but there's like speculation. There's probably some leaks out there. So he's like top 10 corner, which I will not deny. Trayvon Diggs had a hell of a season last season. But let's not forget that he also uh, like had the most yards allowed, most touchdowns allowed. Like, yeah, dude could hawk a ball if it was in his general vicinity. But uh, if those were a receiver nearby, that thing was getting click on, yick him up to the casa, bro. That thing was going straight to the crib. You know how it goes. You know how it goes with those cowboys. Cowgirls, Weedem boys, you know. I started thinking about that the other day, too. You know, there used to be so many teams. Not so many teams, but there was a, a nice handful of teams that I used to hate. I burped again. Sorry. Uh, I just ate Chipotle. It was pretty good. I'm always scared eating Chipotle because one time I had it and I had the shits for like a day, two days. It was bad. It was real bad. So I'm hoping that don't happen again. But yeah, like like those a few years back where like you'd be like, who's your favorite team? And I'd be like, Steelers, hands down. They'd be like, well, who's your least favorite team? And I'd be like, oh man, I could go for hours. And... And now I feel like I don't really have a bad, a least favorite team. I think it's because my whole perspective of like watching football has changed. Like I used to just be diehard Steelers, which I still am. I still am. And I, I know, I remember last season I said I was going to stop being so much of a diehard Steeler fan. But in all honesty, I'll probably always still be a, a diehard Steelers fan. <clears throat> <clears throat> But uh, but almost every team has at least one or two dudes on it that's an, that I like enough to I, I I like that player good enough to uh, not hate the entire team. So for instance, the cow the Cowboys is one team that's still. Um, the Cowboys is one team that I still do not. There's not a lot of players in the Cowboys I like. I used to like Zeke, but when Zeke went there, like I liked Zeke when he played for Ohio State, but when Zeke went to Dallas, like my love for Zeke just left. I was like, you know what? I don't like Zeke anymore. He wants to go fucking play for the Cowboys. Good. Good. We'll just erase all his records from Ohio State. He'll never come back. So I I disliked him from that, and and I I wouldn't say I dislike him, <clears throat> but for me, like my number one least favorite team has always been the Cowboys. So like it's gonna take somebody big to do something really good there for me to really like them. But like you look at the, in and like my other top three least favorite used to be every other team in the AFC North, you know, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Baltimore, which I still wouldn't say I, I like any of them. I would say Cowboys are not my least favorite team anymore. I would say the Browns are. And the only reason I would say, because at one point I used to be kind of like a little closeted Browns fan and not so much a fan, but just like I I wanted them to do good because they've been bad so long. But, you know, there is an exception to me wanting them to do good. You know, I wanted them to be good, but I didn't want them to, to beat Pittsburgh. So you go back two seasons ago when 
when Cleveland beat Steelers in the playoffs. And oh my gosh, man. You get on Twitter any day. This is this is a legitimate fact. You can get on Twitter any day and go to a tweet that was posted by a Steelers player, a former Steelers player, a a Steelers page, the Steelers page, a a Steelers fan, anything. And they're going to be like, and there's a Browns fan lurking in those replies somewhere that's like, yeah, Big Ben got beat in the playoffs by us that one time. And it's like, okay, dude, we get it. We're over it. Like, that happened like two fucking years ago. Like, we always talk about your Super Bowls. Like, bro, six Super Bowls is forever. One playoff win is, you know, I'll I'll give you the, the, the two seasons to grow up on it. It's over now. Or the one season. The one season to still be hype over it. It's over now. It's time to uh, find something else to, you know, be super proud of. And then they go out and they get this Deshaun Watson. And all the Browns fans. Now, and I, gr- and I grew up around a lot of Browns fans. <clears throat> I have a lot of family that's Browns fans. A lot of friends that are Browns fans. Thankfully, my friends that are Browns fans aren't this kind of Brown fan. But these Browns fans, and I could guarantee you without a shadow of a doubt <clears throat> that if the Steelers, especially the Steelers, but we'll say we'll say the Bengals and the Ravens as well, if any three of the other teams in the AFC North would have gotten Deshaun Watson, Browns fans would be all over that. Oh, how's it feel to have a a predator for a quarterback? Ah, blah 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 blah. Now that they got one, anybody tries to say something about it, they just defend this fool. And I've talked about this before, how I understand he was not proven guilty in any of this. But one thing that is really, really hard for me to get over is the fact that there was like 24 women that alleged assault against him. Dude, you give me the most amount of people that I can look past as potentially just trying to... just trying to catch you in a bad time is like seven. If you hit double digits, something's up. And if you hit 20, dude. Now there's probably a handful of these people in there that are lying a thousand percent. I I mean, I'm not going to say that they are, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying I could see it. But 24 different allegations that are all practically the same, that all happen at different places. It's a little fishy, don't you think? It's a little fishy. But then again, if I use that same that same sense of thinking where I'm not I'm not accusing him of doing any of this stuff. I'm just saying it's a little suspicious. I'm not gonna sit and be like, oh ha ha ha, yep, you are a predator blah 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 blah. you know i'm not if i if i sit and use the same judgment as i really don't know which is the judgment that i will use because i really don't know that is nowhere near the same kind of that's nowhere near the same kind of judgment that i got all through my childhood for liking the steelers with ben roethlisberger being the quarterback and Ben Roethlisberger is one woman. 
And they're like, yeah, but but they settled, so so you know it had to happen. I'm sitting here now, but the thing is, is if you say it to them, they're like, whatever. They don't want to hear it, but they'll support him so hard, and they will shit on their boy Baker Mayfield, who did nothing but make the team amazing. Without Baker Mayfield, that team would have never touched the playoffs. You know, maybe would have never even touched a winning record. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I've been talking about this for way too long. I got, I still got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, another football thing. So, me personally, I used to hate this guy uh, a few years back. But I kind of really like him now. And that's none other than Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, big game Lenny. You know, LSU running back comes in, gets drafted by none other than the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the reason why I hated him is because I remember one season, uh, probably like three, four, five years ago, I think it was Leonard Fournette's rookie season, we played, the Steelers played the ja- the Jaguars. Leonard Fournette cooked us. Blake Bortles and Leonard Fournette just made us look like a bunch of fucking little girls. And then we played them again in the playoffs that same season they did it to us again. So that's why I was like, fuck Leonard Fournette. But after he got he got cut by the Jags and he got picked up by the Bucks, and then he he, he kind of started having a little career resurgence. I was like, I like this guy. I like this guy. I like you know when they're not beating the shit out of the Steelers, I like them. You know, like one player for instance that I really, really, really like is uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is one guy that I love. I love watching him play. Uh, plus, he's an Ohio guy. I like I like everything about the guy. But when he plays the Steelers, I'm like, man, will TJ Watt just fucking step on his hand right now? Will somebody just break one of his ribs? You know? I don't want nothing bad to happen to him. You know, long term. You get what I'm saying. You you know what I'm trying to say. But Leonard Fournette shows up to training camp this week, apparently weighing almost 260 pounds, which for a little bit of instance, for a little bit of insight, I'm a bigger fella. I'm on my weight loss journey. I'm weighing about 280 right now. So that means that Leonard Fournette is only about 20 to 25 pounds lighter than I am. Leonard Fournette is a professional running back in the NFL. Not saying I could do anything that he can, but just a little bit of perspective there for you. I thought that was kind of funny seeing that. Made me think about uh, Eddie Lacy from back in the day, how Eddie Lacy was this... You know, he had like two, three really, really good seasons in Green Bay and then come back and he was like 300 pounds. And I was like, dude, what the fuck happened to you? He's like, bro, Chinese food hits different, bro. Hope you heard me taking a drink right there. Oh, excuse me again. Jeez. All right, so that's about it for the sports sports talk. Got some other talk to talk about. Let's talk about a little bit of media. In terms of media, <clears throat> apparently there's reboots of two shows coming out soon. I don't know when they're coming out, but there are two reboots of two shows I used to watch when I was a child. 
One, for instance, is the Powerpuff Girls. Now, I do remember, like, just a few years back, they did, they actually did a, uh, a reboot for it. So I'm curious as to why they're making another reboot of it. I don't know if they're, like, same characters, different storyline, or if they're keeping everything the same, just, you know, different creation, kind of like they do a Scooby-Doo every couple of years. But also, the one I'm more excited for is Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. <clears throat> I don't know how many of y'all remember Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. But back in the day, that used to be a sick show. If you've never watched it, I think it's on like Hulu or something. Go watch it because it's it's a really cool show. And I think it'd be really cool to see some see some of these characters reprised and and just the show come back in general. <clears throat> okay, I think I got that big big clump in my throat out. Pause. Uh, here's something I heard this week that is really stupid to me. So BMW, you know, we all know what it stands for. You know, <laughs> we know we we don't to say it, but we know what it stands for, right? Uh, I I really don't know what BMW stands for. Uh, Yeah, we all know. (coughs) Sorry, had another clump in my throat. Um, But BMW, they're, they're one of the top top names in like luxury style cars luxury ish kind of kind of kind of cars well they've unveiled this new thing that they're going to start doing where for like just regular features that come with other cars they're going to start charging owners of these cars monthly fees so say for instance you want heated or cooled seats. Not every car has that, and you can live without it. <coughs> but for some people, that's like a, that's like a that's like a driving a, dr- a driving factor for why you would get this car over another car. Is it, well, they're about the same price. They got the same mileage, but this one's got heated and cooled seats. This one doesn't. Deciding factor is the is the term, not driving factor. But BMW has come out with this grand idea that instead of just letting uh you know letting letting it come with the car, they're going to charge these owners of these cars eighteen to twenty dollars a month for this shit. A month. You know what you can get for twenty bucks a month. Or you can get like you can you can get ESPN Plus, Hulu, Disney Plus, all for for under that. Personally, I think that's a better deal. You ain't always in your car. You're you're definitely sitting on in your bed on your couch, watching watching uh watching TV more than you're in your car, and you need the heated or cooled seats. And like, even if you pay twenty bucks a month for the Netflix or the 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 Hulu, ESPN, Disney Plus package, you're not always getting your full money's worth out of that. 
but there's no way you're ever getting your money's worth out of that fucking heating and cooled seats. So one thing that I'm not 100% sure of, which it must be the case in terms for you to have to pay for it, because I highly doubt they would just go on like the, on like the, the, like trust me system is, is they have to have control over your car. Like, they'd be like, oh, this motherfucker didn't pay his 20 bucks for heated seats. It's January 3rd. He's going to get cold as fuck when he sits down in his car. And this fool going to sit down in his car, hit the heat seats, and they ain't going to kick on. He's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You keep trying to kick them on. And they ain't going to kick on, boy. And there's other stuff, too, like... I think they're trying to come out with their own kind of like Sirius XM Spotify kind of thing. And that's like 40 bucks a month. And then they got like a, like a navigation. That's like 20, 30 a month. I think like altogether, if you got everything that was offered to you, you'd be paying like an extra, like 200 bucks a month, which most people ain't just buying BMW straight up cash, walk out the dealership, drive off the deal drive off the lot in this brand new BMW. So, and BMW is a pretty expensive car. So let's say you buy a brand new 2022 BMW. That thing's costing you every bit of 30 to $40,000, I'd say. So say you drop, you just drop a 35 G boom. And then like, so, so 35 grand, you're probably looking at like at least at the very least, like a three to $400 car payment. And they say, oh, by the way, you want all these features. We're going to actually have to charge you an extra 100 to $200 a month, plus your insurance, plus this and that. Like, bro, you're going to be paying like almost 1000 bucks a month just for your car. That motherfucker better have a bed in it and a home entertainment. Like, don't try to don't try to play me like that. Don't, don't, just don't. And I don't know if they are, uh, I don't know if they're going to, they're going to stick with that or if they're going to be like, all right, people ain't digging this, which who the fuck would dig it? Why is car brands trying to get into this? You don't make enough off your cars. Cars are expensive as fuck. Cars are expensive as shit. A 2012 BMW right now just probably sold for fucking 15 grand a day. Now they don't get, they're probably not getting no kickback from that. But back in 2012, when that mug sold, they got the full 40 out of it. So what you mad for? They must BMW must be like going through a drought. Like people ain't buying BMWs or something. Which I don't think this is really gonna help their their cause much. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> I drive a Honda. Honda, eat fresh. I don't, does Honda have a, a catch a jag, a, 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 a catchphrase tagline? If not, Honda, hit me up. I'll, I'll get something in the in the works for you. <clears throat> I'll get something in the works for you for sure. Um, but yeah, that's really fucking stupid. I thought personally. I mean, if you're somebody that's got the money for it, but the thing is, is I don't think that every car manufacturer is turning to this. At least it's not looking like it as of right now. And if it does, then motherfucker, just give me an old car. I'm riding that bitch till it has 800,000 miles. You know, people going to start hoarding these cars that are, that don't have this. 
because who wants to pay that? No one does. So, like I said, at least, at least it seems like BMW is the only car manufacturer that's trying trying this out. I think they're going to find out real quick that it's not going to boost their sales. There's nothing that the that a car can do, like mechanically wise. You know, a car is a car. When you pay extra for a car, it's really the the reliability in the car, the you know sometimes the features. But when we get down to the bottom of it, you really just need a car to do what a car needs to do. Get you to a, get you from A to B. And, and to see sometimes, you know what I mean? So, if I can still listen to music in the thing, but also think about it like this, there's going to be cars that are out that are right around the same age, that have the same features, that are going to be around the same price, you know, if, you know, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, you know, f- you know, giving you the same thing that you're going to get out of this BMW. But the only thing that's different is this other car that's not a BMW isn't going to charge you an extra $200 a month to have fucking normal, you know, for the parts that's in the car to work. Um, but the BMW will. So you 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 take your call if, if it's if the ball's in my court I'm not touching a BMW. Period. P E R I O D period. Bit. Straight up. Straight up. Why would you why would you want that? Another little a little snippet I saw, man. Was that Hobby Lobby which Hobby Lobby is one of them franchises like like Chick-fil-A where it's at least for the most part is pretty well known that they are a a you know Christian company and they're pretty tight on their morals and you know they believe in it you know Hobby Lobby and Chick-fil-A both close on a Sunday and that's normal that's normal and nobody's got a problem with it. But I guess Hobby Lobby, you know, somebody that works at Hobby Lobby comes out and writes this huge article that's in like a, a, a pamphlet or a newspaper or website or something. Goes out and writes this, writes this big article saying why somebody that ain't a Christian does not need to be running our country. And me personally, I would, I, you know, I am a Christian. I would say I'm a Christian. And I, and you know, uh, like I support Christian businesses and everything like that, but you don't have to, you know, when it says in the Bible, you know, like preach the gospel, speak the gospel, you know, pretty much like, uh, telling people about, about, you know, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and trying to, you know, get them to, uh, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> sorry, I'm having a little stutter sesh real quick. But there's one thing between, you know, stating your side of you know, showing your side of the fence and, you know, displaying all the benefits and stuff from it. 
And, you know, just by using that, you could do that enough and be like, hey, look, I'm a Christian. You know, this is what I believe in. This is, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, go through the whole breakdown, everything. That's fine. And and for some people, that's enough for someone to hear and be like, you know what? That's the kind of lifestyle I want to live. I'm going to devote my life to Christianity. Awesome. That's awesome. But Hobby Lobby gets on this weird kick where it's like they're trying to shove it down your throat. And that's one thing that I've always disliked. And and it's not just a Christianity thing. I think I think you see it more in Christianity, at least in America, because I feel like that's probably the more more um It's, it's probably the most popular or practiced, that's the word, religion in the nation is <clears throat> Christianity, which is fine, which is fine. Like I said, I'm a Christian. I have no problem with this. But any, any religion, you can catch somebody being like, like trying to shove it down your throat, trying to, trying to tell you why their religion is better than another. And it's like, dude, this this isn't what we're supposed to do. And like even growing up and stuff, you know, and I'll be honest, I've never been the perfect Christian that I would like to be. I could definitely do better as a Christian. But at the same time, although I know these, this is fact, I don't want somebody being like, you need to do that, you know, you need to do this, you know, what would, you know, what would he think about, about what you're doing, stuff like that. It's like, listen, I understand something I might be doing or what you are trying to instill in me. But at the end of the day, you know, speaking the gospel is different from trying to force your beliefs onto somebody. So Hobby Lobby coming out saying some stuff like that, you know, Hobby Lobby act like they're the only company that sells the shit that they sell. Like, dude, there's probably five stores in a two block radius of any Hobby Lobby that you can get the same shit at. So Hobby Lobby, I know you ain't listening to this, but if by any weird fucking reason you are, quit it. Nobody needs to, nobody needs it. Okay. Nobody needs it. Okay, Hobby Lobby, that's a that's my final warning. Okay, don't make me come down there. But you know, I seen this video today of this. It was this. I don't know if it was like a Fourth of July parade or if it was some kind of parade somewhere. But they had these Sesame Street fools walking around. So they had like a Sesame Street float in this parade, and uh, they had some fools dressed up like Sesame Street characters. Well, this one Sesame Street character, and it's not one of the old classics we that like I grew up with. So I don't know what the character was, but he's like dancing around, you know, giving all these kids high fives. And there's these two little black kids and they got like, they got like Elmo backpacks on. They got Sesame Street gear. Sorry for the barks. Sorry for the barks. My dogs love to fucking make noise. Uh, but you know, these kids are like Sesame Street fanatics. Like they love Sesame Street. 
Well, this guy that's dressed up as one of these Sesame Street dudes walks up to these two little black kids and it's like, uh-uh-uh. You know, he like sh- shakes his finger in their face. He's like, I'm not giving y'all a high five. And just walks on. These kids are like so devastated. They're like, all that I wanted was to get a high five from this fool. And it don't make it any better that the kids that he was high-fiving were white kids. And then he gets to these two little black kids and he's like, nah, nah, I'm not going to give you a high-fives. So Sesame Street, fuck you for that, man. I know my boy Bert or Ernie wouldn't play like that. That's why you need to get that fake-ass cookie monster off your float. He was like a light blue, skinny cookie monster, what he looked like. So get him off. Kick him off the show. Kick the whole character off the show. I don't care if it was a character or not in the suit. Kick him off. Let's just go back to the basics, man. What was wrong with Bert, Ernie, Big Bird, Cookie Monster, Elmo, Oscar the Grouch? What was wrong with that? I didn't see nothing wrong with it. And they're like, hey, let's make some new puppets. Like, nah, you you ain't got to do that. And now you let one of these new puppets in, and they're just openly racist to everybody. Pretty fucked up, if you ask me, Sesame Street. I wouldn't stand for that. I would not. That's pretty messed up. But there's this. Uh, I've been. I've been. I've been. Uh, I've been. You know, sometimes at work I be getting bored, so I, I get on Reddit sometimes and I just look at some of like the the top trending Reddit trends or or different things on Reddit. Well, I come across this page called Public Freakouts. It's a subreddit on, on Reddit. And I start looking at it, and man, there's some crazy shit on there. I saw this. I saw this. So, for instance, uh, a lot of the stuff on there is like crooked cop shit. And I'm and I'm 90% sure I've come on here and said some shit about crooked cops before. And how just seeing these videos just piss me off to no extent. How there's so many police officers that just think that they're above the law because they're supposed to enforce it. Um, and to an extent, I would, I would give you credit for that. Like, I'd be like, okay, you know, you're the one that's making the rules kind of, I guess, I guess you can bend them sometimes, right? Sometimes. Like, there'd be a cop, and the crazy thing that you see is there's a cop, like, there'd be like a family. Not even a family, like a squad of dudes. And they're like, you know, say like, it's five dudes, and like, two of them get pushed off. And these two dudes get pushed off or getting beat by cops. For no reason. This shit happens. This is not just a, this is not just a, uh... What's the word? This ain't just a hypothetical. Like, this shit happens. And these people are practically defenseless. Because this, because everybody knows the second that you lay hands on a cop, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to fucking kill you now. And every single cop is like this, dude. Okay, I won't say every single. But there's so many cops that just think that they are... They can just do whatever they want, man. And I hate cops for that reason, man. My One of my best friends, Dylan, is going to be a cop. And I hope and pray to God that I never catch him on a video on Twitter beating up some random person for no reason. Dylan, if you're listening to this, don't do that, bro. Please don't. Please don't. But, uh... Yeah. But also on this, on this subreddit, I see Bernie Sanders, man... And he's up there on this podium. And this is in like 92. This is a while ago. 
and he's up on this podium and he's talking about how you know like he's going in on everybody else in the government because they're so stupid and corrupt and so money hungry and shit and everybody's like uh shut up shut up he's like i'm not gonna shut up he's like families deserve to have food kids deserve to go to school you know this and that and i sit back and i'm thinking i'm like motherfucker why did we not elect this fool like do you not do you guys not understand like and no president has ever gotten it perfect they probably never will but a president that is ready to make those kind of changes if if there's another person come uh, 2024 when this next election's up that's like yo I'm giving motherfuckers free healthcare free school uh, debt forgiveness boom I'm like yep I'm voting for this motherfucker is he gonna have an ulterior motive? a hundred percent they always got ulterior motives you think Joe Biden don't gotta speaking on that same subreddit Joe Biden he's in some factory and he's like trying to you know, you bring the president around adults and like you think these adults are going to be like when they meet their favorite superhero for the first time. Like they're going to be like, oh, hi, Mr. President. <laughs> nah, like a lot of these motherfuckers are just fed up. So this guy gets in and, you know, he's not in his face, but he's like, you know, standing pretty close to him. And he's like, and he's just being real with them. He's like, hey, dude, I'm not really cool with you wanting to take my guns. And Joe Biden immediately gets all defensive and he's like, I never said that. And he's like, yeah, you did, dude. He's like, there's a video. Like they have it on video of you saying this. He's like, no, no. And he's and and Joe Biden just starts having a tantrum, like cussing at this dude, you know, cussing at the backbone of this fucking country, dude. If it's not for this dude, and, and you know, I don't know what kind of factory he's working at or warehouse or something, but say he's working at a fucking food distribution center. Like, if not for this fool, you ain't eating your fucking, uh, oh, what are those? Corn, not corn nuts. <laughs> You're not eating your, what's that hard ass, uh, hard ass cereal? Something nuts. Soup. Grape nuts. That's it. If it ain't for him, you ain't getting your grape nuts in the morning, Joe. But he's like cussing at him, calling him like a bitch and stuff. It's like, dude, I don't care if you're the president. You come up in my workplace and you want me to talk to you and I give you my honest opinion, you start cussing me out. I'm dropping your shit. President or not, don't disrespect me like that. Personally, that's that's my that's my my stance on it. Next week, guys, we're going to have an awesome episode. One of my best friends is coming home for the first time in a couple years, and I'm so excited to see him. He will be on next week's episode. Uh, so definitely going to want to look out for that. That episode will be on video. I can assure you that. that. That is a promise, and you can hold me to that one for shizzle. And with that being said, guys, this is episode 66. I had a fun time recording this. Hopefully you guys didn't get too bored in the beginning as I was going on a 20-minute spiel about the Steelers and the AFC North. Uh, I do apologize for that. Uh, But I could talk about that stuff for, for hours. So I apologize. But, yeah, with that being said, guys, I hope you had a, have a great week. I hope every, all you guys are doing good. 
uh, just just make sure y'all doing straight. Y'all y'all just uh, you know taking care of your loved ones and all that good stuff. You know. With that being said, this has been me. This has been the Plate Show. I love you guys. Peace.